I didn't have a purpose of where I wanted to go and who I wanted to be. I was just out here, just doing surface level shit. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't being introspective enough. I wasn't think. I wasn't thinking deep enough, and I had to take it when I started taking accountability and started just really thinking about myself objectively. It's like this person is fucking. Who are you? Like you are just taking up space. Really, you're not providing for. You're not doing shit for anyone. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And man, today we got a we got a special guest. I guess you know he's the president of fucking controversial takes. Um, he's an up and coming hip hop artist, straight from Chicago. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Yeah, man. So like you said, um, I'm I'm known for my controversial takes. You know what I'm saying? I'm also I also go by Patrick's son from the South Side. You know, through and through. Um, Got a new project out called Villain Energy that's gonna be out later this month. Hey, you need to change the date of the release, by the way. That's Why? my that's my birthday, bro. When's your birthday? It's my bro, it's the date of your release. I just told you. Oh damn. I'm sorry. It's my birthday and my anniversary, bro. Shit, I gotta compete with you, your birthday. You got, some, you got oh. some competition, bro. But go ahead, you know, touch on that a little bit. You know, talk about the project. We've been working on this project for a while. Like, I remember the first time I changed my Twitter. Uh, name to Villa Energy. That was the start of like getting the ball rolling to make it. So, um, yeah, I put a lot into it just in terms of making sure that, um, like any other project that I've done, like I've only been in the game for two years. So, um, I really wanted to take those steps and find out and, and um, learn how to push my music so more people can hear it because I believe when people hear it, they're going to like it, they're going to fuck with it. So, um, with this project, I, I spent a lot of time dealing with um, the idea of relativity, um, just being comfortable with where you are and just focusing on that. So, like, you know, with villain energy, like, a lot of times when you think of a villain, you think of somebody who's been rejected from a higher society, you know what I'm saying, quote-unquote, or anybody who, you know, it's, it's really relative. Somebody says, oh, that person's a villain, but that could person could be a hero to somebody else. So, to me, I was kind of exploring this idea of, like, nothing is really... It's, it's, we live in a life that's very complex. And for me, I was having an identity crisis in terms of, like, who I really want to be and what was be, what's the good side of me and is the bad side of me, is it really holding me back? And how can I make the bad side become a, you know, a positive thing for me in my artistry? So, real quick, what created that identity crisis for me... I've had situations where I didn't really know where I belonged. I know you've had that as well. But understanding who you are, right? There's so many different things that come into play. The job that you have, the daily routine that you possess, and even just your interactions with people. Sometimes you really don't even understand who you are and having to go out and seek that. Before I I started taking music seriously, like I was in the military, you know, I was I was doing a lot of things that wasn't conducive for me. That like, didn't feel right because I was being told what to do by others. So I really didn't have an identity, I felt like. Because, you know, when you go in, like, as a rapper, they always say, like, you know, you're supposed to have this ego. You're supposed to be, have this, like, unlimited confidence. But, like, who I was didn't have that. So it was like, am I a character? You know what I'm saying? Is Patrick Son a character or is this who I really am? 
You know what I'm saying? So that was the struggle I was dealing with. And I guess when I was thinking about villain energy, it was more of like accepting the rejection. You know what I'm saying? Accepting that rejection of people thinking that, you know, who I am is bad and, and what I believe is is not the right thing. And the music that I make is is not going to be, it's not the hot thing out. So what do you feel like you've been rejected from, right? You're talking about this rejection and kind of accepting that, accepting what everybody has told you has been bad. When you try to be, like, a nice person, like, like growing up in the South Side, there's this perception that you have to be this hardened thug and you have to be in a gang to kind of survive and all that stuff. But, like, growing up, I didn't, I, I always saw that as something that was holding us back, especially for me, because, you know, I people see me with the dreadlocks and shit, and then you probably think, like, oh, this motherfucker probably talking about this and that. And then when you hear it, I'm not, and then people be like, oh, that shit kind of, you know what I'm saying? That ain't, that ain't the hot shit. That ain't, that ain't got no, they ain't got enough toxicity in it. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do things my way. I wanted to finally go out and believe it. Like, like part of the reason why I started having more confidence is I started believing more in myself. You know what I'm saying? Like before I was became a rapper, I was doing comedy. That was another thing I was doing. I was really out here just trying to figure out how can I express myself artistically because jobs like working in the matrix and working for the government and shit like that, like that's that's already set up. But I would I wanted to make a blueprint for myself. And that's hard, and it takes a lot of, you know, a strong will and a strong mind. And, um, you know, once I once I got to that point of just accepting it, accepting the fact that, you know, people and friends, they can't all grow with you. They can't, they, they can't understand you right now. Once I accepted that and I said, well, if it's fuck me, then I guess it's fuck you. You know what I'm saying? And just being okay with that and understanding that you're on a righteous path, you're on a righteous cause, you just got to continue to just go with it no matter what's going on no matter what motherfuckers say because everybody had an opinion about something everybody think they the expert but if they were motherfuckers be getting you know motherfuckers be getting paid for it and there's a lot of motherfuckers who say they got this and they got that but they don't really got shit you know what i'm saying so really all i need is my 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 people who help helping me and supporting me that's really all i need to have that community and to move forward in this uh rap industry that's really it's really been it, and it's been two years, and I'm I'm very grateful for the people around me. I feel like I've been doing great things. You just headlined Shubas for the first time. Yes, that was amazing. I gotta ask you real quick, why is righteous like your favorite word? You said it in the other interview a lot. You're telling you said it in the text, and it's like your word of choice. It's my oath as a person. What does it mean to you? When I say righteousness, I mean I am me. And that's what you're getting. Like, this is, there's no, I'm not saturated with anything else. Like, what you get is what you get. And I've, once I finally became okay with that, that's when I started to understand that, okay, that's where the confidence comes by. It's not trying to do something that works because I'm trying to cheat and get somewhere. It's about finding out who you really are and going off that. So righteousness to me is basically an honesty because I feel like it's a lot of shit and there's a lot of people out here, especially in the music industry, that's that's lacking that honesty, that's lacking that righteousness. They 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 do things because they feel like they need to, and they they kind of that's really where that's where their sellout things come from. And I never wanted to do anything for a motherfucker's approval. 
because what is that really? That's that's all that shit is subjective. That's here one day and then gone next. But it's not sustainable. And you know, once I finally figured out that, okay, if I if I just continue to do what I do and, and, and feel how I feel, it's like I always say this, it's like you're going down a road and there's no signs, but you feel that you need to go wherever you need to go, but there's nothing telling you that you're going the right way. It's just a feeling. I put that in anything, my relationships, friendships, music industry, just anything. I don't do anything. If I don't want to do it or if I don't like it, I'll respectfully say, like, hey, it's just, I, I'm not going to do it. It's not that I'm trying to fuck you over, but for me, it's not going to be the best for me. So at what point do you feel like that changes, right? Because for me, that's where the identity crisis started. There was a point in my life, and this happens for everybody. People change no matter what. Over time, you're not going to be the same person you were a year ago. So I had this thing where everything I talked about, it was me. I was going through these emotions. I was going through these situations, and at that time, it represented who I was. And as time went on, you know, I'm changing and I'm growing, but I still feel like I have to hold on to who I was, these little parts of me that I've basically ingrained into what everybody sees. So at what point do you let go of that person that you once were, even though it was once true to who you were? For me, I want to be able to learn things to unlearn my old ways. You know what I'm saying? Because going to the military and doing comedy, that all landed me right here. You know what I'm saying? Without going through that adversity, without going through those hardships, I would have never been where I am right now. And that have that resolve and that will. Um, so when it comes to a situation like that, it's it's things that you got to go, is this really, is it righteous? <laughs> am I holding on to it because I think I should? Or do I, am I, is it a shield? Am I protecting myself from something? You know what I'm saying? I, I struggle with that still. Because there's a lot of stuff that I, I hold on to, like trying to impress people or, or, or try to try to be cool, try to not say things to kind of ruffle some feathers in the room. But like, really, is it is it does it really that matter? Like, are you stopping yourself from shining? Like, I don't I don't want people to stop themselves from being who they really are. Like, be be the light in the room. People mm. come and they go. Shit happens. It's life be lifing. You can't do shit about that. You know what I'm saying? You just got to roll with the punches. You need ex you need adversity. You need hardships because that's what builds character. You can't run from it. You can't run from your past. You can only deal with it and try to be better. And if you can learn how to unlearn those bad habits and un unlearn bad ways to keep you from reaching your higher self, then cut the, cut the shit off. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, not, it's not that important. Speaking of the past, your past has had a lot of changes. Growing up, you went from home to home. You were, man, your life changed really quick. You went to the military. You were a comedian. And the way that you went to the military is fucking crazy because your dad literally had told you, like, you need to go do some shit with your life. Right. So with that being said, right, all these experiences start to shape you. They start to beat into, It's. I like to think of it like a clay ball, right? Yeah, absolutely. One thing smacks you, another thing smacks you. And over time, you just shape into this person that now you have these ideals, now you have these morals, now you have this vision for what you want your life to be. How do you feel like these experiences have shaped the person you are? When it comes to making music, 
it's 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 hard because it, like I said before, it's no, it's not like going to school to be a doctor. There's a blueprint for that. You can go and you can go. Okay, I'm going to be a doctor. What is the books I need to read? Who are the people I need to talk to? The music industry is really just make you got to make your own blueprint, and there's no fucking tutorials on nothing. You just gotta. Hopefully, somebody is there to help you. But it's really you out really on your own until you kind of build a community for yourself. Um, but going through those hardships and, and and doing things that I felt like wasn't for me and doing things that people told me to do because it was best for me, even though they wasn't living my life, that to me was like, that's not that's not Patrick's son. That's not who I am. You know what I'm saying? So why am I going to the military because my dad felt like I should? Or why should I not doing these things? It's because I really didn't have a purpose. And once I finally found, like, me, making music was a purpose. It, it made me feel good. It it, it it almost fed my soul a bit. It almost it was talking to me just to get those negative thoughts and those negative feelings I was having, get it out there in the ether. And people can relate to it. They can come to you and be like, bro, that I, I really resonate with that song or I resonate with this verse or whatever the case may be. If I didn't go through those hardships, I wouldn't have that same willpower. Even when I'm thinking about adversity still, I, in music, I'm like, I fucking need that shit. I need to. I'm almost excited for it. I only look at it as a positive. It's going to only help in the, in the end. It's like doing, in the military, they, they smoke you. If you do something fucked up, you got to do a couple push-ups. And sometimes you get smoked for like 30 minutes straight. But the mindset... If you think that you're getting in trouble, you think like, oh man, like this sucks. But after a while, it starts being fun because it ain't shit but working out. All you doing is getting stronger. So you thinking these drill sergeants are assholes, which some are, because they fucking crazy motherfuckers who just want to kill people time to time. So um, once you start thinking differently and start thinking about, okay, these hardships and adversity is needed. So. I can have more to talk about. I can have more people relate to my struggles. One of your biggest examples for that is TNT, right? You're saying I got I got scars, I got holes in my soul. I was lost, I ain't know where to go. Short fuse, I got a nigga about to blow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you listen to it, I'm telling you, like, you know what I'm saying? I got all this scars, I got holes in my soul. I was lost, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I got a short fuse, I feel like I'm about to blow, but... It's it's all comes from where I where I'm from and those hardships. It feels like it, but am I going to blow up to kill people? or Am I going to blow up and turn myself into that blowing up like a big bang? You 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 create. Am I going to create or destroy? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Am I going to explode with with malice of of you know hurting people or hurting myself, or am I going to explode in creating something better for myself and, and a better opportunity for the people around me? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So. Um, that's who I really want to. I, once I decided that my mind, like your mind is really everything, and you have to have a strong mindset. Once I start preaching that self and preaching myself to this, that just be righteous and just try to be better for every day, that's that's really when things started to change for me. So what do you feel like one of those biggest scars that still is ingrained into you? When I was trying to find a, a purpose in life, um, I just dropped the ball. I was really not the person I promised this person I would be. And I had to take accountability for that, that I, I ended up really hurting and destroying and almost traumatizing this person that I promised that I wouldn't do that. So 
that was a scar that I hold on to because it really made me go. You have to really change some shit because you don't want to go through life promising people you will be this person and then end up dropping a ball. Dropping a ball sucks. If you're going to drop the ball, at least have some type of situation where you can amend, amend your wrongs. And by doing that, it's about taking accountability. It's about understanding that, okay, I have flaws, but I want to work on them so I'm not going out and hurting these people with malice, you know what I'm saying? Pat just said he was an asshole. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I don't run away from who I was. I definitely wasn't the guy that you see now. Like, the guy you see now, to, it was a long, hard road for me to get here and to get where my mindset was much, much cleaner. To be very frank, it was, I really dropped the ball. I was, I was, the, tox, I was the toxic one in that situation. And when I look back at it on the outside looking in, be, just being objective, like, I was fucking dead wrong, said things and did things that I was not supposed to be doing. And, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I ended up hurting this person, and I still got to, you know what I'm saying? I have to make amends for it, and I always, like, if I, I, I have to do better. I just have to do better as a person, because this, this, that ain't that. That wasn't it. As time goes on, you're consistently changing, just like we said, and... I even think about it as far as conversations. The way that you think, the way that you process things, the way that you absorb a conversation and the way you implement it into your daily life, it's going to change and you're going to continue to grow. And it's good that you were able to reflect on that and be like, man, I've come so far from who I once was. The song I took, it was from Bryson Tiller. I felt like it was appropriate, you know. That's where the inspiration for the event came from. I used to reference Bryson Tiller all the time. The songs, things change. And for you, you know, this relationship shit. So I I guess it works, right? It works, man, for sure. He says, things now are so different. You should see me now. I'm so different. Basic-ass bar, basic-ass line. But everybody can relate to it because there's periods in your life where there's people who have impacted you in such a way that, damn, now I got to change my whole life. Now I got to redirect who I'm being, the way that I'm going about my relationships and the way that I impact people and change it. I can't be that person anymore. I even had a conversation once with somebody where I told them, like, the person that you once knew, that's not me anymore. And I don't want to be that person. For you and me, it's a little bit different, though, because I was good. You were you were an asshole. <laughs> I'll take that. That's true. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's that's false. I mean, I didn't know you were. I can't I can't say it. Everybody is an asshole at one point. This was the girl that made me an asshole. Ah, okay, okay. This was my lover boy phase, and then I became an asshole, right? Okay, okay. I told them that I didn't want to be that person anymore because that person would do whatever they possibly could. For that person they would put i'll put it this way if i was that person right now i probably wouldn't set a day aside every fucking week to do this shit i wouldn't be spending my time editing i was i was locked in bro this was you know when you first start college type shit and when you first start college and you're in a relationship you're like I'm going to go get my degree. I'm going to, you know, start my life. I, I'm going to start doing my thing. And as time goes on, you just realize, like, this isn't what I want. This isn't the picture that, 
it's fucked up, but it's the Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez shit. You know, you know how he, you know how he fucking gave out the gifts, and he's like, "I'm so glad I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted." Bro, like I could have been a whole different type of person with a lot more responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? And and luckily, trying to work it out and eventually not have it work out was the best thing. It was the greatest thing that happened to me. Being that person. That asshole and and coming out of it as like okay I I need to fix things I want to be a, a better person that that person now you can't even associate me with that person because that's a totally different person like that person is totally dead now. What is the biggest change you had to make? I had to become one self aware, more self aware, and I had to be honest in in in. I had to be honest with myself and also had to um take accountability. When I did things wrong, I had to own up to it and be like, you know what? I was wrong. But what took you so long to understand that and to get to that point? I didn't have a purpose, really. I didn't have a purpose of where I wanted to go and who I wanted to be. I was just out here just doing surface-level shit. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't being introspective enough. I wasn't, think, I wasn't thinking deep enough. And I had to take it. When I started taking accountability and started just really thinking about myself objectively, it's like, this person is fucking, who are you? Like, you are just taking up space, really. You're not providing for, you're not doing shit for anyone. You know what I'm saying? You're a moocher, kind of. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be more of a giver. I wanted to, I wanted to impact people for a greater reason. I wanted to relate to more people. I wanted to talk to more people. I wanted to just have more people around me that kind of think the same way. Even if they didn't. Like, at least have that different perspective with other people that I could take something with. Like, yeah, I can learn something from that perspective. I never, probably not even thought about that perspective. You know what I'm saying? So I was too in my own shit. I was too into myself and not even knowing what my purpose was. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you just out here, just out here. You just tweaking just to tweak. You were just narcissistic. It's just a narcissistic motherfucking dick face you know what i'm saying just a total waste of space and i didn't want to do that anymore i wanted to have a more i wanted to have a you know like my last name is hibbler when my dad dies i'm gonna be the last one left with my last name so there's a legacy there there's a mission that i have there's a cause that i have to have a kid not only have a kid but like have something have some wisdom to give my kids you know what i'm saying have some wisdom and a legacy that my kids can build off of and expire the next generation because I'm going to die one day like we all are. And that's inevitable. But legacy always stays. It's immortal. So if I can at least talk to people and help people find something better for themselves and, and work on themselves every day, if I can instill a legacy within my, my, my family, because I'm really like, I, I hold all this pressure and all these, all these responsibilities. Like, yo, I'm going to be the man now. And when I pop style, I'm just going to be on me. How do you feel like that pressure has impacted you? Like Kobe said, that my mentality of improving yourself every day, trying to understand, like, you're being a lazy piece of shit. Go read a book. That's that's what I be telling myself. Like, go go find some more information on how to be a better person. You know, stop all this fucking bullshit in terms of trying to impress people and trying to get shit, you know, trying to get something out of something, trying to be get something because that person might be beneficial for me. That pressure of, like, really just doubling down on trying to be 
Patrick's son and 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 shine as great as I could. You know what I'm saying? Now that I have that purpose, now I can move how I need to move. I don't have to think twice about it because I know that this is this is my cause. This is the mission that I'm doing, and I'm going to complete the mission. It doesn't matter what happens. The only way that I fail is if someone puts a bullet in my head. That's the only way. Otherwise, you can't stop me until I'm dead. You're talking in terms of using that pressure to become better. There's that negative side that where this pressure weighs on you because now you have these expectations that they're real and they're not real because expectations are only what you think they are for you. Nobody else can put expectations on you that you are forced to meet. You just believe you're forced to meet them because somebody else is expecting that of you. Exactly. For you, how has it impacted the mental health side? Man, it's a lot of anxiety, you know? It's a lot of self-doubt still, you know? Like, especially in the music industry, like, any artist will tell you, like, this shit is, it can weigh on you. You feel like one day you be on top of the world, can't nobody touch you, and then the next day you be like, damn, fool, do I got it? Like, am I really who I think I could be? Can I be that person? Um, it's really, like, my anxiety, it'd it be on an all-time high. Because coming from where I was coming from on the south side, like it was violence all around me. It's so much. It was so much violence around me. I don't even think twice about a motherfucker getting shot. I just be like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? I could watch people getting shot on YouTube every day. Like that shit doesn't affect me. I become much more frustrated and much more hard on myself because I feel like a lot of time was wasted. I feel like I wasted a lot of time. And now that I have a purpose, I don't want somebody that's tweaking with their life to tweak with mine and take mine. Now that I have that purpose, I'm I'm scared of dying because now that I have the purpose, I want to be able to live and appreciate life now. Because before, I really was just out here not even thinking twice. But now that I have that purpose, my anxiety and my 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 way of life has changed so much that now I'm just always looking around, like see, you know, seeing who's who's this person. Like I don't want this person around me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always. Always in my head and always creating that self-doubt. Like, man, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I'm that good. I don't know if this round... Like, I'll be... It'd be times where I'll be writing and I'll just delete the whole thing. Like, ah. Hey, it'd be like that, bro. It'd be like <laughs> that, dude. I'll be getting in my own head sometimes. Perfect example, right? This past week, I did two different color grades for the video. There's very, 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 very minimal difference in them. The two people I sent them to, they're like, they pretty much look the same. One just looks a little bit brighter. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the point. But I'm that critic. I'm that person that at the end of the day, I'm looking at it, looking at every detail like, man, this is off. The camera could have been placed a little bit to this way. The color needs a little bit less saturation, shit like that. Factual. We're so focused on the tiny little details that time keeps on passing. So every week it's something new. This tiny little detail was off. Okay, we get it done. Time keeps on passing. You get to a month, two months, three months later. Now you went through all those phases. You went through all these little tweaks in your life that you weren't able to appreciate. You weren't able to sit down and say, hey, I was able to fix this or I was able to grow from this situation and now I'm even better. One day you just kind of end up at the finish line. And you look back and you say, 
damn, I missed that moment because I wasn't able to live in that moment. For me, I think that this has been an ongoing thing for the past two years. Changes have been so consistent in my life that I don't appreciate it. I've been recently thinking about, like, college. I'm like, fuck, I wish I could redo those days. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of those college days, I was so done. I'm like, man, I'm over it. Let me finish. Let me wrap up. Let me let me get out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. But when I think back to when I was 18, 19, just partying, carefree, I was able to hang out with the homies. Everybody was on the same shit. Now everybody's in their own little world. Everybody's separated, and you don't you don't get to enjoy that anymore. Now you're at this point where, at least for me, I've created something that a lot of people know. I've created something that I love to do. But the people that were around when I started this shit, they're not around anymore. As far as, like, the casual people, right? Because Vic's, Vic's day one. Vic's been here the whole time. I got to give Vic his shout-out because he's about to look at me all crazy. Like, what, 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 you, what you say? <laughs> but Vic, Vic's one of those people that has been around the whole time, and he's been able to see the growth. He's been able to see the changes. But I look back, and I'm like, damn, like, I, I don't have any of those people that were around then. Uh, a lot of those, it's like rotating players. A lot of those players have rotated in and out my life. And I wasn't able to appreciate them as much back then because I was so focused on making sure that this shit was as perfect as it could be. When it comes to losing friends, motherfucker, I could write, I could do a fucking TED talk. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas and lost too many friends, bro. And 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 as heartbreaking as it is, because I literally have no one, no one that I went to school with that I used to call a homie. No one is around anymore. And it sucks, and it did fuck with me a little bit. But again, when I think, it's the mindset. You know what I'm saying? It's the mindset. It's like, I cannot, I cannot allow someone that I consider a friend to fuck me over because I still consider that person a friend. At that point, you you sabotaging me. You know what I'm saying? And I can't allow, I can't be so blinded by a friendship to allow you to sabotage me. Because I understand that misery loves company. And that's some company I don't want to keep. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the day one shit, like, I appreciate all the day ones. Like, you got your day one. I, I envy that because I don't have any more day ones. Do you feel like you're afraid to be close to people? Sometimes I am. Uh, because that that heartbreak, that losing a friend, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. They won't even hurt, like, like losing my girl, like I've 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 been I've gone through a bunch of breakups before. Like I've been hurt, but like losing a friend was like, damn, bro, this this shit is, it's a different type of hurt. It's not emotional. It's more a logical hurt. Like you understand why this hurts. There's really nothing you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to go back on your your morals and your word, and you don't want to be unrighteous and have an unrighteous relationship with this person. So. I am sometimes I, I do be I reserve my love a lot of times. I reserve it, I give it out, but I don't go a hundred percent. No one will ever have a hundred percent of me ever. That cannot happen because I need I need something for me. When I found out you ain't shit 
I found out this this shit ain't working or you not you not really helping me grow, that's when I could cut you off and it'll hurt, but it won't hurt as bad. You know what I mean? It's, that's that's where that reserve love comes from. So I am, but I'm also not. I also keep an open mind. I don't want to shoot people away. I let people come in and I let you I let you decide your own fate. Where do you feel like the fear stems from? I'm the only child. So when I consider a person a friend, that means a lot to me. That's like you're like damn near family. But that's I usually blame myself because I'm I feel like I'm giving too much right away. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I could I could pour too much of that that sauce. Like you're overbearing. Yeah, I'm overdoing it right now. I definitely feel you on that one. I feel like I I do too much. When I click with people, I'm like, damn, like, I fuck with you. So I, I, I want your company. I like being around you because you're going to help me grow. You're going to help me. You're going to help me develop from where I'm at. You ever feel like a person, like, okay, I know how good of a friend I'm being. And you almost expect that same person to extend the same thing that you were doing for them. But it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. And that's where I'm like, damn, dude, like, you... You know, you don't want to count. You don't want to count what you do, but you like, damn, for I did all this shit, and you you treat me like a fucking asshole right now. It's fucked up that this has happened to me more than once. But people tell me that, like, I view my relationships as transactional. Mm. But it's because I feel like I've given so much to people that it was never returned. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. When it got to that point. It was like, well, fuck. Why? Why am I giving you so much? Why am I doing so much for you? And at the end of the day, like, the love isn't reciprocated. Just like you said, you don't want to count what you're doing, but it yeah. adds up. You start seeing this shit, you're like, I did this, I did this. And it doesn't have to be monetary. That's that's the thing at the end of the day. Like, I never really think of it monetarily. I think of it in the fact that, like, say somebody calls me and says, hey, I need a ride from the airport. Yeah. All right, I do it. But when I need a ride from the airport, it's like, oh, no, bro, I got to do this. But what happened when I you know, dropped everything to help you out. Oh, well, why are you telling me that I, that now? Why are you holding it over my head? It's like, bro, at the end of the day, like, I'm just expecting you to show me the same love that I show you when I need the help. And that's the thing. I don't never look at anything as transactional. If I fuck with you, I'm going to fuck with you. However, it's like it's almost like a loan of love that you... It, people can either pay it back, and there's no penalty at the end. It's like the way you're raised at the end of the day, right? If somebody tells you, at least for me, right, growing up, if I did something bad, my parents weren't going to do something for me. If I did something for them, they're going to be more willing to help me out when it comes to when I ask them, right? That's how little kids think. If I behave, mom and dad are going to buy me McDonald's. They're going to drive me here. They're going to buy me a new whatever. For me, it was, if I get good grades, they're going to buy me this. I'm going to get rewarded. So as I get older, you know, that that love doesn't get reciprocated. I'm giving somebody my all. I'm doing everything I possibly can for somebody. And they're just taking, 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 and they're not giving it out. Right. I'm not getting nothing in return. And it's shitty that the next person has to deal with that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because... The next person could be perfect. They can do everything I wanted them to. But I was already hurt once. I was burnt once. So I'm not willing to give my all to the new person. Yeah, it's reserving, reserving that love. Going back to the fact that when we're so focused on what we're doing, 
We forget to take the time to appreciate how far we've come. We forget to acknowledge the things that we've done, the accomplishments we have. Just really giving ourselves the love that's necessary. For me, I've always been somebody that I accomplish something and it's like, okay, cool, on to the next. Whatever. But I, lately, I've been sitting down more. I've been reflecting. This is my time of year to reflect because my birthday's coming up. We got the two-year anniversary coming up. So I sit down and I start to think. I'm like, well, we had Jeremiah like our shit. We had Big Sean, Cole Bennett. He's like, like top names, right? Yeah, some great names. And I don't take the time to appreciate it. It happens, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Let, let's move on. But you go tell somebody that on the street... Yo, my podcast, my media platform, we're getting recognized from the top director in Chicago. We're getting recognized from a Lollapalooza performer. We're getting recognized from Jeremiah fucking put it down on me. Yeah, we folks, come on, fucking man. Birthday, birthday sex. sex. What, nigga? Let's go. That's Jeremiah. But to me, it was, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. I haven't taken the time to appreciate how far we've come and how how big of a business we've built because it was just conversations with the homies. That's how it started. Started off very simple. When I met Equan and Nico, I did I probably didn't talk to them for like six months after we did Nico's first interview. Damn. Okay. But we started to build that relationship and as we started to build the relationship, okay, now we're hanging out more. Now I see this dude at least once a month. You know, now now we go act like delinquents and shit. <laughs> I didn't realize my platform was able to build that for me. For you, how do you feel like the mentality of not being able to appreciate what you built has impacted you? It's almost like you you feel like you ain't earned nothing yet, even though you put in your work. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's cause it's no it's no quick results. Like, you put in work in the gym, you see your arms get bigger. You see your body get a little slimmer. But when you put in work, work for real, you like, okay, Big Sean, Jeremiah, Kobe, they like my shit, but it's like, you want to, you want more people. You want more people to like it. You want bigger artists to like it. You know what I'm saying? And that's no slight to anybody who likes it already. But you want more of that. You want more love. And it's almost like, it's almost like you that old saying of, like, comparison is the thief of joy. You compare yourself to other platforms. You compare yourself, like, for me, I compare myself to other artists, and I go, well, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't do that. But it's like, I can't do that because I'm not that person. I haven't lived the life that they live. I haven't gone through their adversities. I haven't, I don't, I, maybe I don't have the resources they have. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You just have to, everything's relative. You know what I'm saying? You doing what you're supposed to do and you doing it in a righteous way, that's all that's going to matter. People is going to gravitate to it because there's, it's, it's, it'll be undeniable. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, once you start thinking about that and start thinking relative, like, man, for, we, was just, we was just chopping it up, and now we got fucking Big Sean and Cole Bennett. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think about it like that. You go, damn, for I really put in that work, and now we, 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 getting, we enjoying the fruits of our labors. Sometimes you... You don't you want to enjoy it, but you don't want to get too big headed and be like, "Oh, I'm home now." Like, nah, for it's still a lot of work to be done. You can appreciate it, but you don't want to get too caught up in it. So, where does your self perception lie now? I told my mom this the other day. Like, I don't just want to be doing jobs just to be doing jobs. 
You know what I'm saying? I want to have fun. Like, I feel like a part of life is to find out what you want to do and have fun doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the adversity that comes with being an artist and being a rapper, that's just fun. Like, the adversity that comes with it, all these motherfuckers who be weird with you and try to be act Hollywood because they got more followers than you, that's just fun. Because now I have more things to talk about now. Now I have more things to express now. And I can get it out there and people can relate to it. Like, I can't go to work and talk about this shit because everybody don't do what I do. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They like, nigga, you do music, so what? But it matters to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's really all that matters. But not even as, like, an artist. Not even as far as music. As a person, where does your self-perception lie? Because you were in this position where you didn't know who you were. You didn't have a purpose. You were bouncing from home to home. You were bouncing from career to career. You were a fucking comedian. It was all stemmed from just finding a purpose, man. That was really it for me. I, Because I didn't gone through the... I didn't been through the abyss suicidal thoughts like I didn't it was times I was like bro what the fuck am I doing bro? I don't want to be here anymore I had to find a purpose I had to I had to find something for me I was nothing I was really doing nothing with myself man I just I I don't like feeling like that um as long as I'm doing what I want to do that's really all that matters as long as I'm with the people that I feel is right for me like I got a good girl I got good friends who they support me, they they look out for me, and they, they're honest. That's another thing. I hate dishonest people, and I hate dishonesty. I hate people who will lie to you. I don't respect that shit at all. And when I have people around me that tell me, nigga, this shit suck, you need to go come harder with this, that means a lot to me because I've been around people who would just dismiss you or just be, like, going with emotions. Not trying to better yourself, not thinking more introspective, not thinking deeper. Now that I have a purpose and I can connect with different people who think like me and we can experience things, not even the artistry, just about life and different perspectives. So what do you feel like that purpose is then? I want to give more to people. I don't just want to take. I don't just want people to give me things. I want to be able to learn so I can give them things and, and give them wisdom. You know what I'm saying? I just want to... Really just be a better person all around. Just figure out how can I be better and how can I impact people around me? You know what I'm saying? How can I make my community and my village better? What was the moment that made you realize your purpose? My mom one day called me. She went to the hospital and she was like, I have this like muscle disease. It's like a real muscle disease where her muscles were like eating herself. And... I remember, like, she was telling me this. And she's fine. She's Gucci now. But I remember she telling me this, and I was, like, thinking to myself, like, damn, like, my mom's going to die one day. My dad's going to die one day. Just thinking about morality and all the people that's going to be gone, and this is going to be me here. And I'm not, I want to take what they taught me and, and, and instill it in the next generation. So when I have kids, they can be able to, take in the lessons that I learned from my my ancestors and give to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why when it comes to, like, living and and, and, and learning, that's really important to me because I don't want to teach my kids or any kids that listening or anybody who's listening that is impressionable, I don't want to feed them bullshit. You know, it's enough bullshit out in the ether. But if I can do my part and I can help 
some kid like find how to find themselves without having to go through the mistakes that I did, even though they will go through mistakes, but they don't have to go through, they don't have to treat their girl like shit. They don't got to go to jail and, 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 you know, try to be a thug and try to impress people that way. Like, you don't got to do none of that shit. Damn, you ended up in jail? I ain't ended up in jail. No, no, no. But it's a lot, it's too many people had that that has. Hey, why are you capping, Pat? I ain't capping. I did was an asshole. He's, was he's over here talking about ending up in jail. He ain't end up in jail. <laughs> I don't want to end up in jail, though. That's the goal. Don't fuck these jails. All right, John ja Morant. <laughs> Man, I ain't shining out John. Ja. That, that nigga need to get it together. I don't mind the motherfucker having a gun, but don't have it to flash it. Because I come from a place like people take that violent shit very serious. And like you just out here just make having fun. Like you a millionaire, nigga. Go get some security guards and chill. Go fucking help some kids and go put your money into like really trying to help better the establishment. I know it sounds hard. It's easier said than done, but like, nigga, we have too much information out here for motherfuckers to still be doing low vib low vibrational shit. With that being said, right? These are all part of the chapters of life. These seasons that you go through where one bad thing happens, and then a good thing happens. And eventually you see this chapter close and you move on to something new. But you don't really realize the chapter closes until the next one's closing. And you see these chapters start lining up the way that they do. For you, this album releasing, that's the end of a chapter for you. It It's you putting out the music that you've been working hard on. And it's new to the people, these feelings that they're going to get from it. It's the first time they're going to feel it. But for you, you already experienced it and laid it on wax. What's a crucial moment that you felt was necessary to highlight in this chapter? Going back to relativity and going back to that, my anxiety of, 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 you know, wanting to make the most out of life while I still have it. You know what I'm saying? That's why the first, the first song off the album is called Time Crisis. And really, it explains, like, how I feel like I have a crisis. Like, I'm going through a crisis with time because I'm almost 30. You know what I'm saying? Old ass, dude. Old ass. I'm, I'm my fuck. I got gray hairs already, man. You know what I'm saying? Body hurt. I need some magnesium pills. You feel me? When I was talking about time crisis, I was explaining how I got to this point. I'm explaining how, why and how I feel this way. You know what I'm saying? Why... Am I so obsessed with time and, and, and trying to utilize it to learn things and to unlearn these bad habits that I have? It's it it's hard. It really is hard, and it takes a lot of time. But I want to be able to one appreciate it while I, while I'm still here and still alive and breathing. Appreciate these hardships and appreciate this, so I can build this character and also just just now that I'm still here, just make something of it. Make something that. You know, you're breathing for a reason. You're here for a reason. Like, make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 hard. It really is. It really is hard. And it's 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 you can really self doubt yourself. And if you're in your own mind and you don't have a real strong mind, like you can talk yourself out of doing what you feel like you need to do. But really, it's just really just taking a fucking dive. And I remember just somebody said this, and it was so it resonated with me so hard. It was like when I had jumped off, it was like I jumped off a cliff on my own will and just ready to just fall. But the thing about life is you you fall and there's no real there's no real end. You just keep falling. At a certain point, I just had to grab a rock and just start climbing. 
You know what I'm saying? I just had to reach out and extend and find a rock and hold on to that motherfucker and keep climbing. There's some days I get tired, tired of climbing. But if I if I stop climbing, I'll never know if I could get to the top or not. You know what I'm saying? So I just keep I just keep doing it, bro. I just keep doing it and and take as much information as I can. Like I don't I'm not a person that thinks I know everything. I don't know shit for real. I want to be able to learn more and I want to be able to unlearn these these old habits and these old these old ways that plagued our community and my peers, you know what I'm saying? From this out of this thing of like trying to impress people all the time, man. Especially with the social media shit. It, it's it's hindering us. It's not it's not we have to find a way where we can make it help everyone instead of showing people, hey, this is what I got, and you ain't got it, so you ain't shit. You know, it's, it's, it's better ways that we can utilize our technology, and it's better ways that we can talk to each other and connect as humans. And I want to be a catalyst for it. I want to be able to talk to people and help people go, you know what? Maybe maybe it won't happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen overnight, and I definitely can't do it by myself because I'm no fucking superhero. But if I can be able to put that idea in people's head that maybe the next person can figure it out, that's all I really, that's all I can really ask for. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, the shit that happened before I was even born, that shit is already here. All I can do now is, is try to help the next generation out. I took my own way of doing things and was like, this is not really for me. I want to be able to live for other people. I'm living for myself, but I'm also living for others because they believe in me just as much and they deserve much more than I'm doing now. They deserve more. So if they deserve more, then I could do more because they've done a lot for me. So I mean, just let me, let me extend my hand too. You know what I'm saying? So that's really where I'm at in life now. So that villain energy, when that comes out, I hope y'all get it because it was really a, it was a, it was a long process, but it was, it was well worth it. It was well worth it. And, and, you know, I know when people hear the title, they're going to think like, oh, this shit going to be like hard and shit like that. But it's real, it's righteous in its approach. That's all I can really say. It's it's, it's not as, it's not what you think that's, you know, you think the title is going to be something, but when you hear the music, it's, it's not going to be exactly what you think. It's going to be, you're going to understand who Patrick Sun really is. What are some changes you hope to see in yourself? During this next chapter of your life, again, just unlearning these ways. I want to kick the sugar shit for me personally because I, my family suffers with diabetes and heart failure, so I want to be able to overcome an addiction. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to overcome these things that really plague me from being a better person, also plaguing me from being a better artist. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be get, I don't want to be too into myself to where I'm, I'm feel like I'm, I'm cutting off my opportunities with different people, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to um, learn more about how I can, I want to just like read more, get some more information inside of me, man, so I can help other people out. I appreciate you coming through, bro. It was a dope conversation and shit. Everybody, make sure you go ahead, stream Villain Energy, March 29th. March 29th, man. Make sure you cop a ticket to Sad Boy Radio Anniversary, March 31st. It's, it'll be my birthday present. My birthday is March 29th. Man, shout out to Sad Boy Radio for having me, man. I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate y'all for watching, man. It's it really dope to be here, man. I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything better, man. Alright, guys, that's gonna be all for today. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you go ahead, cop a ticket for Sad Boy Radio Anniversary. We got King Inez, DJ Drip, and Jason. Santos performing. That's going to be all.
Sad Boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.